Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. Artificial intelligence, machine learning, growth hacking. Today, we will be talking about the latest technologies and how they can influence our business dealings, not just on LinkedIn. Our guest is a digital marketing expert with a focus on AI, Arpit Kurana. So, Arpit, thank you very much for sure. being here with us. You are the, the AI expert, but before we, we start talking about artificial intelligence and um, machine learning and deep learning and all this kind of stuff, I would like to ask you, what is your LinkedIn story? Where did you start on LinkedIn and um, you know how did it uh, evolve? I actually started in my college. I created an account on LinkedIn when I was in college, but I didn't really see the value of it until I started working. And once I realized the value of it, I started taking it seriously. And I've been able to grow it to an extent wherein I can generate consistent amount of leads. I can generate consistent amount of business uh, for my for what I do. And I know a lot of automation tools, a lot of AI-based tools uh, that could really help you to market on LinkedIn. So yeah, I can talk about that, yeah. Sure. When did you start with the LinkedIn? And what did you think then about LinkedIn? So to be really, really honest, there were so many loopholes in LinkedIn when I started and we were taking full advantage of all these loopholes. We had a link uh, where you could access the entire database of LinkedIn. It was awesome. Those days were awesome. But now LinkedIn is, you know, so strict. All those hacks have actually stopped working. We still have some workarounds, but uh, yeah, earlier when LinkedIn was just starting up, it was so easy to market yourself. It was so easy to take advantage of so many things that now you can't really do on LinkedIn. So it's they're actually evolving as a platform. They're also using a lot of um, artificial intelligence to make the platform better, which is good from user experience perspective. But yes, marketing is getting tougher and tougher uh, every day on LinkedIn. Hmm. Social media, of course, overall, they start using artificial intelligence and talk about like machine learning and all these kind of things. Do you think that LinkedIn is utilizing these strategies and technologies well? Yes, I think so. So, right, so see, LinkedIn is using AI in almost like everything. And they have omnipresent you know, approach when it comes to AI. So it's not like they're working in silos. So they're integrating everything. So right right from your content feed to you know suggest you things in your content feed right uh, then uh, they use ai for that and then if you look at the profiles that are you know recommended for you to connect with you know other persons so that also is happening through ai then job recommendations are happening through ai um your the content notifications that you get so like if you publish an article on LinkedIn, so not everybody will get a notification about it. Only a few people will get a notification about it. Again, they use AI for detecting that who are the relevant people who should get the you know notification if they've if somebody else has published an article on LinkedIn. So they're actually integrating it in a lot of things. Even if you're a recruiter and you're using Sales uh, Navigator or uh, you know paid uh, tools for HR on LinkedIn, so the 
the candidate search results that you see when you're searching as an HR on uh, LinkedIn. So that also uses AI to show you the search results that come up. So they're actually using now, actually, if you see very recently, what I saw is an amazing uh, new feature in LinkedIn is that they're suggesting you messages, uh, you know, uh, like uh, sample messages that you could send back uh, when somebody is messaging you. So they're giving you some, you know, uh, potential replies that you could send back. So again, they use machine learning for that to do that. So that's an amazing feature. I think it's very useful. Their recommendations are really useful, making it easy for people to use the platform. Sometimes when we're using terms like artificial intelligence and deep learning or machine learning and all these things, not everybody really understands what it, what it means. If you would try to explain this, uh, these terms to, to somebody who really doesn't know it at all, uh, what would be your explanation? So AI in simple terms is uh, like, you know, you could say that it's, it's totally inspired from a human being. So whatever a human being is capable of doing, if all those powers are given to a machine, so that's basically AI. So to begin with, like we, we've got vision, we can look at things, right? We can then communicate with each other. So this is another power that we have. Then we have a mind which is capable of forecasting things, which is capable of making logical decisions, which is capable of perception, of planning. So, you know, these, these kind of capabilities, then we also have like physical power, which is like robotics. When we talk about vision, like, you know, so that becomes computer vision in, that's a branch of artificial intelligence. When we talk about our power to communicate, so that becomes natural language processing. Uh, that's another branch of uh, AI. When we talk about the capabilities related to our mind, so that becomes predictive analytics. That's, uh, you know, another branch of AI. If we talk about our physical power, like we can move, we can run, we can push things, we can pull things. So all this falls under robotics, right? So, you know, all the branches are inspired from a human being because we are the probably the most intelligent being on planet Earth. So the, the inspiration of this intelligence comes from, you know, a human mind. Now, <clears throat> machine learning is... So AI is the dream, like they want to build, like researchers, scientists want to build a perfect machine, which is like far superior than a human being and is capable of doing all the things that a human being can do. Now, this is powered through machine learning. Machine learning uses a lot of statistical and uh, uh, mathematical models. They use a lot of algorithms based on these statistical principles uh, that powers artificial intelligence. And deep learning, if you talk about deep learning, so Deep learning is actually now powering machine learning. So it's a subset of machine learning. So you can think of AI as the bigger, as the biggest concept. And then machine learning is a subset of AI and deep learning is another subset of machine learning. <clears throat> so deep learning is, uh, you know, another set of algorithms that are particularly based on a human mind. So they are actually inspired from how a human mind works. So the way our brain processes information, the way our neurons interpret information uh, in the brain. So similar on similar principles, these algorithms are built. So we actually have a lot of layers in our brain and each layer will interpret certain information. Like if I look at my surroundings, so if I see, a, let's say a tree, so probably a first layer in my brain could you know, encode information like uh, you know, the shape of the tree, okay, so that I keep getting more, uh, you know, more information about what I'm looking. The second layer could probably, <clears throat> you know, look at the colors used in the tree. The third layer could probably 
look at uh, maybe some other things in the tree, right? So basically each layer will decode certain information. So based on these principles, these deep neural networks, these algorithms are built. And ever since deep learning has come up, uh, like ma major credit goes to it, uh, to Google in 2010, they did remarkable work and they, you know, uh, developed these algorithms, but people, other scientists, researchers have been building on these algorithms. And that's why AI has picked up so much in past five years, you could say, because of deep learning algorithms, because it is now fueling every branch of artificial intelligence. Hmm. It sounds very interesting, in a way also a little scary, if you think of it, that um, you know, uh, the, the scientists are building some like, supercomputer which will be even more powerful or more intelligent than human beings are. Which reminds me a little bit the, the social experiment, you know, the, the Netflix show which just came out recently about how the machine is actually learning what we are looking at, what we're liking, what we are, you know, what we are influenced by, and uh, they are giving us certain information, which is fantastic for, for the marketers, right? Like, because they know exactly, they can, they can um, focus and specify their marketing efforts to each, almost each and every individual based on AI. But on the other hand, aren't we giving too much of a, of a power to, to someone out there we, we don't know about? So how you know these companies like if you look at these tech giants google microsoft ibm amazon uh, you know some of these giants how they are developing artificial intelligence is good that they are actually taking it like one step at a time and they're not uh, you know so basically what they're doing is they are developing ai with weak ai okay they're not actually working on strong ai and they're not even thinking about super intelligence so these are different kinds of guys you can talk about right so the first kind of ai is weak ai and now all the applications that you see are weak ai so what we mean by weak ai is basically machines will be smarter than humans in one particular domain so you build a machine which will be smarter probably like if you build a chatbot so it'll be smarter than a human in terms of communicating with let's say thousands and thousands of people it can keep you know communicating for day and night for years and it'll be able to handle scale better than humans right so but it can only do that it cannot do anything else right so that's weak ai strong ai is when machines will actually have like consciousness they'll have a awareness about their existence which is not the case right now and then there's another category of ai which is called artificial general intelligence wherein they build a machine which is typically as uh, smart as a human being and then there's super intelligence wherein They'll, they'll be machines that'll be like way smarter than human beings. Like if, even if you combine the IQ of hundred human beings, the machines will still be like way smarter, but we are not reaching that level anytime soon, probably. So you can't really tell like how much time will it take, but there are a lot of books about it, which claims that, you know, probably in another 10 years, 15 years, it is possible that we will achieve super intelligence. But the good thing is that these companies like OpenAI built by, Elon Musk. So all these companies are actually focusing right now on building weak AI applications. So they're not giving too much power to like a single machine. So they're giving them powers in bits and pieces. Like one machine will have predictive analytics powers. Another machine could have like computer vision related powers. Another machine could have like natural language processing related powers. So you don't mix, you don't give all the powers to a single machine so that, you know, it becomes dangerous for us. Okay. 
Um, you mentioned already some, some tools which LinkedIn is using and they are AI powered um, as um, people you may know feature which is, which is there and, uh, and some suggesting to what the answer should be to your, to your messages. Actually, I think there are some other features. I actually uh, using Crystal Nose, which is which is Chrome extension. Probably you know that um, it's a very very interesting interesting feature, which basically predicts the, the personality traits, and and you can actually check the personality traits. Are there any other AI powered features which uh, um, we as a LinkedIn users can use, or, or do you see any more apps like this coming up? So, see. There are certain apps uh, which could help you in certain areas uh, when it comes to LinkedIn marketing. But what I really see is that automation is probably more useful on LinkedIn in, when it comes to LinkedIn marketing than AI. It is possible in some cases. So, but still, let me tell you about some AI-based tools. So one you already mentioned, Crystal Knows, it's an amazing tool uh, which can help you reveal personalities. Another tool uh, I see in terms of like following up with your leads. Okay, so there's a tool called Conversica. Okay, Conversica. So this is an AI-based tool and it can, you know, if you're generating leads from LinkedIn, so it can help you follow up with these leads in a very, you know, subtle, but at the same time, very, very persistent manner. So they're not very pushy uh, when they message their prospects, but they're very consistent. So I've tried these tools so they can even be connected with your email. So let's say if you generate, let's say, 100 leads also in a day. So you need a system which can, you know, follow up with these uh, people that you're connecting with. And generally people don't reply back. So until and unless you don't reply, you know, these emails, these tools can keep sending you messages. Obviously, you can you have to take into account that you're not being too pushy. But these machines are capable of consistently following up that too in a very humanly manner. It will not look like, you know, you're talking to a bot and they can, they're also capable of transferring that lead to a human when they think that this person is close to conversion. So they're, you know, then a human operator can take over from there. So this is the, the tool Conversica, which can do this in LinkedIn messages itself. It can do this like in your email also. Mm -hmm. Then there are some other tools which can help you generate content for LinkedIn. There are tools that can write email copies or subject lines if you're sending like uh, messages on LinkedIn. So they can create subject lines which are tend which tends to perform you know ten times better than humans. And uh, you can also write like personable messages to each segment. So. So basically, see, like if you have 10,000 followers on LinkedIn, or let's say like even if you have 1,500 or 5,000 followers on LinkedIn, so you know that you can download all those, uh, you know, followers in an Excel sheet. So then you should actually segment and you should, you know, clear, create clusters of those people. You should not send a single email to all those people or a single message to all those people. You should actually, again, using AI machine learning, you could use unsupervised learning. If I talk about machine learning, you could use a, you, should, you could use a tool called IBM SPSS modeler, which can help you do cluster analysis uh, using an, an algorithm called K-means, which is supposedly one of the best clustering algorithms. And if you have these thousand connections, then you should create like four or five clusters of people. So clusters are created in a way in which, you know, uh, people in one cluster are more similar to each other as compared to people in another cluster, right? And then you could 
send a single message to each cluster. So this way, you know, people will be able to relate with you more. They'll be able to resonate with your brand more. So this is one way uh, of using AI ML, you know, in LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Then um, I see a lot of apps which could uh, generate like social media captions for you. Not very useful, especially for LinkedIn. But like if you're on Instagram and Snapchat, I think this is a uh, better, like more useful app. Because LinkedIn, you have to actually like write your captions with, with a lot of thought in them. But still, like there are apps like Tagwag and apps like Kiwi. So Kiwi, what it can do is like if you've written a blog, you could post that blog uh, in Kiwi, like just copy paste your content in Kiwi. And uh, it will suggest you a blog title or a video title if you're making it for YouTube. You know, what could be some potential titles using AI? Uh, that is what Kiwi can do. Then another tool is called Tagwag. T-A-G-W-A-G, TagWag, which can, if you put any picture in TagWag, so using computer vision, TagWag first understands what that picture is. And then accordingly, it'll generate some social media caption, some text that you can share along with that image and uh, some hashtags also. It'll suggest you some trending hashtags also that you could share along with that image. So I see like a lot of automation tools coming up for LinkedIn. They're not necessarily using AI, but they're very, very useful. If you like to turn your LinkedIn into a lead generating tool, you should consider to enroll in our LinkedIn business audit session. This 45 minute strategic call will give you answers you're looking for. We will show you a step-by-step -step strategy of what you need to do on LinkedIn in order to start generating business and land clients from your LinkedIn activities. Interested? Send your request to marketing at squaremotion.me or click on the link in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you. What do you actually think about automation on LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn is frowning upon uh, anybody who is using using automation on LinkedIn. They're trying to block any automation on LinkedIn. They're not very open with the API. Would that hinder the situation around using uh, more automation on LinkedIn and actually AI on LinkedIn? What do you think? Yeah, so that's a that's a challenge that needs to be taken care of. There are certain rules that you need to abide by if you will send, let, let's say, 500 messages in just one day. So this will ring the bell for LinkedIn and you will get blocked on LinkedIn. So yeah, if you need to use automation, you definitely need to make sure that you're doing it in the right way. Uh, and you need to see, club a lot of automations together so that you make a single machine, right? So like if you want to get somebody's attention on LinkedIn, so instead of just sending you know, them a message, you could probably like their content. Okay, you could uh, probably endorse them for a skill. You could visit their profile. They'll get a notification about that as well. So you, know, you should club all these automations and uh, then make your automation strategy for LinkedIn. You should not just rely on one way on, of automating things and then just you know, hit the limit for that way. Mm -hmm. I know, Arpit, that you're helping startups and some other, other businesses with their digital marketing strategy because that's, uh, that's basically what you do uh, as an expert in AI and, and machine learning. What are your, your uh, strategies for, for the social media or, you know, particularly maybe for LinkedIn, if you, if you may? So, see, to master any social platform, I think you need to first be able to find your target audience and then be able to connect with your, your target audience. And second, you should be able to communicate with them effectively at scale. 
So if you're able to take care of these problems, if you're able to find your target audience and be able to connect with them in a legit way, and then be able to communicate with them at scale effectively, so then you will actually conquer that social media platform. So for each of these, you know, areas that you need to work on. So we help clients, you know, building different strategies for identifying and connecting with their target audience on automation uh, and different strategies for, you know, effective communication. It could be a communication through your content or it could be direct messages. It could be paid ads. And yeah, actually AI and ML is also being used a lot for actually paid ads as well. Like you could use machine learning to predict anything like you could use it for predicting CPL cost per lead or CPA cost per acquisition or CTR, you know, cl click through rate. So these kind of things or even placement targeting, if you're looking at, you could also, um, so for LinkedIn, I'm not sure if Magix like is an awesome tool for Facebook, uh, you know, if you want to use machine learning for your Facebook ads. So Magix can create like hundred different combinations, test combinations for your Facebook ads and then tell you within a month, it can tell you like which combination is performing the best in terms of conversions. But I'm pretty sure like, uh, you know, you could use, you could do these kind of things for your LinkedIn ads as well, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so coming back to your question. So uh, we actually create strategies for each of these areas. So like if you want to find your target audience on LinkedIn, so you need to, you could either scrape, you could use a lot of scraping for, uh, you could scrape your competitor's group on LinkedIn. So that's possible, okay? You could otherwise, uh, like if you could check on check on your competitors and see what they're posting and see who is liking their post. So anybody who's liking their post is actually your target audience, right? And you could check for similar content, people who are posting similar content, what you want to post. And anybody who's liking, who's engaging with those comments, like a lot of people are selling courses these days. So there's a, like if you talk about LinkedIn learning, so there are plenty of courses on LinkedIn learning. So anybody who is liking those courses, like if any, like I sell digital marketing or growth marketing or AI for marketing. So if I see anybody liking such courses, so that's my target audience right there, right? So you need to first make such strategies for, and you could scrape all those people, whoever's, you could put it on automation as well. Like whoever likes this course should be added in your list. So you could, you know, make you will have to for every client you have to see um you know what kind of strategies will work for those clients you need to run some experiments not all strategies will work and then see if you're able to find that growth hack for that client on linkedin you actually mentioned quite interesting word which is grow hack or growth marketing and i think that's one of the other feature which i feel that or other other thing or other area which i feel is very very important in uh, in these days whoever wants to really grow the business at scale they need to look at these things right at the growth hacking you know how to actually grow the business with the certain tools which are out there is that correct 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 hmm. absolutely what are the ways which ai can be built within the marketing i know that you have some courses which talk about ai and marketing and how to practically use this can you tell us a little bit more about you know how this um, you know, how me, for example, as a, as a business owner can use AI in my uh, daily life in terms of, of my marketing, marketing of my company? So what I generally see is that like people are right now not really ready to use AI. So you need to have the right mindset for using AI and you 
should be operating at a scale. You should be operating at a level that you were collecting some data and only then will you be able to make a machine learning model which can predict anything or do certain tasks for you. If you are not collecting that data, if you're not, or if you, like even if you want to use LinkedIn for your ads that you do on LinkedIn and you want to use you know, you know, machine learning for your LinkedIn ads, so you must have some data, you must be running campaigns from six months or probably a year, only then will you be able to use the power of machine learning. Otherwise, you'll not be able to, you know, use it. So for generally what I see the challenge, if, uh, you know, if I talk to a client who is like a small or a medium, you know, level client who's operating at that level. So they generally don't even have the mindset and they're not prepared for collecting, you know, that kind of data. So to use the real power of artificial intelligence, you need to actually operate at scale wherein you are doing a lot of activity, collecting a lot of data. That's when you will be able to actually harness the power of artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you need to first get your basics right and do your normal automation and uh, you know, normal strategies on LinkedIn till you reach that level wherein you are collecting of data, you have a lot of data which could be used for making models, which could then scale your business to another level. <laughs> what do you think about the future of, uh, of LinkedIn and the future of AI? Would that uh, be somehow uh, compatible? Or do you see, for example, uh, some other um, business platform evolving and creating some, some buzz? What do you think about that? Mm, so that's a tough one to answer. I don't really... Uh, can't really predict this that where so see i think linkedin has a special place for itself uh when it comes to social media so linkedin has like a very very special place it's like for professionals i think they value it more than facebook right now especially if you talk about like b2b marketing so i'm pretty sure like you know these b2b marketers are they like probably linkedin more than facebook so i'm not really sure if there's any other platform which could take its place actually linkedin is pre doing pretty well and if you think, if you talk about AI, I think they're right at the top uh, of using AI. Their team is actually very, very active. I've been reading their blogs on how they actually use AI in, in improving the platform. And I think they're doing a really nice job, really, really nice job. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think in terms of marketing and using, uh, in using AI for marketing, right? So I think there will be, Shortly, like in within next six months, I think there'll be a lot of AI based tools that will come up for LinkedIn, which will be solving like small, small problems. And they'll be using AI for solving those small problems on LinkedIn. I think there'll be a lot of Chrome extensions coming up. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So that's uh, that's pretty bright future <laughs> because what I see yeah. at this moment, yeah. I feel like uh, still AI is very for the early adopters. And I think, as you mentioned, you know, it's something still very new, very fresh, but I think you would, you would recommend to stay ahead of the curve, right? Like, because if you are there, if you um, educate yourself, if you know about, about the things and how you can use them for your business, you will have definitely edge over your competitors, right? Definitely, definitely. So, so it is actually proven that companies who will, you know, use AI in their marketing or for even for improving their business or solving any business problem will be able to scale better, faster than anybody who's not using AI. Obviously that's the future because if you don't use you know, AI, then I don't see you operating 
at a scale of where you know let's say top 1000 fortune companies at that scale if you want to operate mm. so you definitely need to have ai in your marketing strategy if you want to operate as a small medium business then it's okay not to use ai but you if you really want to you know scale your business then you have to incorporate ai in your strategies otherwise there's no other solution this is a good time actually to to learn uh, artificial intelligence this is a good time because uh, there is you know the le- learning curve is actually decreasing now like you don't really need to learn coding mm. or you need really don't need to learn uh, you know statistics mathematics or know about a lot of algorithms to actually use the you know artificial intelligence now we are in times even offered by like top companies like google microsoft ibm amazon these companies are also actually now focusing on non coders and the reliance on data scientists will actually go down now because obviously see these companies want ai to be adopted by masses they're building these tools so that people can use them right so and they want to make it easy for people to use these tools and it can only be easy if it is easy to use if if you don't have to code for it if you don't have to learn or study two years for it right so if you can only make a model in like an hour or a day so that's when it's easy that's when people will actually start you know making and using these tools so right now like if google has to offer let's say 100 tools for ai so about 30% tools could be used by non coders and uh, 30% also could be used by non coders but you need to do pseudo coding or you need to do block coding for it like the code is already given you need to copy paste it and for about remaining 30 40% you need to code you need to do python from scratch or any other language that you're comfortable with but <clears throat> the trend is towards you know uh, making these services easier for people to use so that's actually fantastic because uh, if i'm as as a non coder i would like to use the technology the technology is now getting ready for me right so i can take on some big giants which um, you know like 15 years ago wasn't possible really because you know i would have to invest an incredible amount of money into technology but now the technology is really available to me as a as an individual owner somewhere in a corner office um, you know and i can take on some some giant company just with my my idea right absolutely yeah, very very well said very well said absolutely so you will be able to use now the same technology what these giants are actually been using so they've been hiring a lot of data scientists so see like 2 years ago i've been observing these tools from past 2 3 years so 2 years ago for using all these tools you had to be a coder mm-hmm. so there is no other chance if you want to implement it in your business you need to hire a data scientist they are expensive right you need ml engineers uh, you need data analysts so these all these profiles are like expensive profiles and you need to build this team for yourself if you wanted to use ai ml uh, but like for the first time now you know we are like a normal person like even i say a digital marketer now could even you know build complex machine learning models that's really absolutely interesting and uh, and fantastic and i see very bright future ahead of us you know yeah of course sometimes maybe it's scary because it's something new and we don't know exactly what what it is but on the other hand really we have all the technology at our fingertips and it's just based you know it's up to us to use it in a in a proper way for for the benefit of 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 our companies or benefit of our people around us and uh, and use it for the for the good cause so arpit thank you very much for for being here with us and 
before we uh, before we depart, uh, I would like to ask you where can we find more about you? I know that you do a lot of courses on YouTube and you have other a lot of courses, but please tell us where can we find more about you? So if you want to watch my content, you could just type my name on YouTube, Arpit Khurana, and you'll be able to find my channel. If you want to know more about my courses, you could visit our website, which is nstmindia.com. So you will be able to get all the courses, information about all the courses on this website. So yeah, so these two, you could follow me on Instagram, but I think YouTube and on my website, these are the platforms where I'm most active on. Awesome. Arpit, thank you very much once again for taking your time and being here with us. It was very, very eye-opening and I'll be definitely, definitely following you more and more because, because I'm very much interested in, in deep learning, machine learning and AI technologies. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for hosting me. It's an honor. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe to our LinkedIn Smart Podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcast. We would really appreciate it. Thank you and see you next time. Be LinkedIn Smart. LinkedIn Smart Podcast was brought to you by Square Motion, a video marketing agency in Dubai. Need an engaging LinkedIn video? Go to squaremotion.me.